Hello and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. If you're a regular listener to the show, you might recall last year, Shriekback crowdfunded an album called Some Kinds of Light and actually did a gig in Lewis as part of that, which was absolutely excellent. The Minx and I went along. I've had the album in the car this week and I have to say the opening track is an absolute belter and at their best, Shriekback do this kind of big sound really, really well. This is called Agony Box.
Shreepak and Agony Box from last year's album, Some Kinds of Light. Now, if you're going to own one Cabaret Voltaire album, can I respectfully suggest that the one that you should have is called Microphonies. The only other thing you really need to have by them is the 12-inch version of Sensoria, which is taken from the album. And when he's recording that period when they were no longer just doing the noise experiments, which I expect were really good when you saw them live, but probably a bit dull recorded... And they started doing sort of more song-based work, which is where Microphonies comes in. Anyway, this week, my friend John reminded me of a song from that album called Blue Heat. And he suggested to me that it sounds a bit like early Simple Minds. And I couldn't, well, I couldn't recall the song at first, but I went back and played it. And I couldn't really hear what he was talking about. But then as the week went by, I can see he's quite right. This could easily have been an outtake uh, from Simple Minds' Empires and Dance, which, if you don't know it, is a fantastic album. Anyway, back to Cabaret Voltaire from Microphonies. This is Blue Heat.
I think John's absolutely right. And I think actually Simple Minds could have covered that really, really well. Still, the chance has passed uh, nearly 40 years ago now. So let's move on back to the current day and Sebastian Forrester's album, Spirals, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, he's a composer, but also crucially a percussionist. And I get very bored with generic, obvious drum patterns. So I like something that's a bit more imaginative and varied. Um, I was trying to find out a bit more about Sebastian to tell you about him before I kick the song off. And I ended up on his record label site, um, which says about the spirals as follows. It's a series of electronic improvisations initiated by Sebastian Forrester in late June 2019. Heavily inspired by the intricacy and unique energy of guana ritual, Forrester explores on spirals a new intersection between contemporary electronic music and ancestral rhythms of traditional gnoir chants. See what you think.
Sebastian Forrester and Spirals 17 to 22 taken from the album The Spirals. Now, Hannah Peel recently released a soundtrack album called The Deceived, which she recorded for a TV series, apparently. I don't have a TV, so I'm not really up on this kind of thing. I am a huge fan, as you'll know, of Hannah Peel's. She does some really interesting stuff. I also love her Instagram account and... She put up some footage of her recording sounds from the house where they filmed The Deceived. You know, creaky closing doors, glasses rattling on trays. And I have to say, I was a tiny weeny bit disappointed that more of that didn't come out on the soundtrack album. Although the music on that is very beautiful and quite haunting, really worth a listen. Uh, I did pick out one track to play for you this week, though. This is called Firebag. Short but sweet, Hannah Peel and Firebag taken from the soundtrack to The Deceived, if you're interested in hearing more. Now, also on her Instagram account, uh, Hannah Peel talks about her radio show that she does and obviously music that she's doing. And she quite often puts links up to stuff. And, you know, of course, it's some of it I like, some of it I don't. One thing she put up I really did like was an album by a guy called Tom Hodge and Thomas Drawrack, who goes by the stage name of Floex, I guess that must be pronounced. And they did an album called A Portrait of John Doe with the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra. Um, it is a wonderful blend of orchestral music and electronics. Really ambitious piece. And they actually took it on tour. I would love to have seen that. Uh, there's a live P EP from the tour called John Doe Arise that I want to download. But so far, I've just listened to the album itself, which is just... Just stunning, really. Quite daunting, actually, if you ever... Um, yeah, have a listen to it. Uh, this particular track I'm playing for you this week is called Prelude One.
Absolutely stunning. That was Tom Hodge and Floex featuring the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra and Prelude 1 taken from the album A Portrait of John Donnell. Two, three weeks ago, I played a track on the show by Azu uh, Tiwalin. 
taken from her Magnetic Service EP, which is well worth a listen, and you can download that from Bandcamp. Uh, her Bandcamp page says that her roots are in the south of Tunisia and draw on Saharan trance music. I can't comment on that, but I can say that I very much enjoy her mixture of electronics and, and found sounds. And actually, maybe this is more the kind of thing I was hoping for from the Hannah Peel piece that she did for The Deceived, albeit with less beats. This track is called Terramur.
Azu, Tyrodine, and Terramur. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I bought, finally, like 35 years after it was released or something, the AC Maria's album, One of Our Girls Has Gone Missing, which is primarily Angela Conway working with Bruce Gilbert from Wire. I have to say, hand on my heart, the album's not been quite as interesting as I hoped it would. Um, but there are some interesting songs on there. And any Wire fans who happen to be listening this evening will probably recognise Gilbert's guitar sound on this track as the one he was using around the time of the Wire album, A Bell is a Cup, Until It Is Struck. It is a lovely album. It's just, as I say, just hasn't got that much that really kind of grabbed me. Uh, this is the title track. This is One of Our Girls Has Gone Missing.
One of Our Girls Has Gone Missing by Angela Conway and Bruce Gilbert, uh, recording as the AC Maria's. Now, staying with The Wire Connection uh, for a track off the album by the spin-off outfit, Fitted, which includes Graham Lewis from Wire and Matthew Sims, their guitarist as well. And they released a six-track album called First Fits last year under the name Fitted. And this particular track I want to play for you right now, I like for... Several reasons. Um, Lewis's spoken vocal on this is very reminiscent of Wire's excellent 23 Years Too Late. The drum sound itself reminds me very much of David Sylvian's solo work, the drumming of his his brother, Steve Jansen. But most of all, I particularly like Matt Sims' guitar work on this, and I really wish he would do more like this on the Wire albums. I did think he'd been brought in to replace Bruce Gilbert, who did a lot of the really interesting work sonically interesting guitar work um but you know what he does here on the fitted album is much more as i say what i wish he would do with wire this track is called the legend of lidmar lucia a seventh floor pizza his fun cuts each slice Top is unfrozen, and the people are nice. Introductions are tidy, instructions have fun. The sprinters shut off with smoke in their lungs. The kings throw a party, and no one thinks twice. Glasses are emptied, and The curtain fell down, the fat lady sings 
Peers in fake ermine hands Digitally ringed Silver inspectors Luxurious winged whites in night satin Perfecting their swing Vibrating angels Hedge trim the beat Advice freely given For rust-gated sleep Quickest way to the summit Was to walk and 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 to walk Arrest at Camp 5 In the belly of the veil, a hoover lap dance, accordingly swelling, trousers enhanced, testicles rolling on a carpet of rice. Freeze three D sevens. Legend of Lidmar Lucia by Fitted from the album First Fits. Next track is taken from Bowie's or David Bowie's 20th studio album, which he released in 1997. Um, he did an album called Outside, which he recorded with Brian Eno, which I think was kind of trying to reset him back into creative mode after those very populist years he had in the 80s, which was not a great time for David Bowie. Outside is a really interesting album, um, but wasn't hugely well-received, I don't think. But they did a tour to support it, and within five days of that tour finishing, Bowie was back in the studio with his band to try and capture kind of where they were at at that moment. And it paid massive dividends. They did a whole album in about two and a half weeks called Earthling. I was originally put off it because it was described quite widely as being drum and bass, which wasn't something that really appealed to me. But to be honest, it's much more about Bowie getting back into Electronica. Um, he was listening to Fotec, who I've played on the show quite recently, for example. Um, and there's a sort of beautiful circularity to that because, of course, it was Bowie who, through his discovery and love of craft work, really brought electronic music into the mainstream, particularly via the album, uh, 1977 album, Low. This track I want to play from Earthling is just an absolute cracker. This is called I'm Afraid of Americans.
David Bowie and I'm Afraid of Americans taken from the album Earthling. Now, I'm going to play a second track this week by Shreepback, which, as it happens, is entirely coincidental. I played the first one because I said I've had the CD in my car this week and I realised I've never played Agony Box on the show and it's just an absolute cracker that deserves to be put out on the radio. The track I'm going to play for you next, though, is the result of a conversation with a friend of mine this week. And we were talking about the use of time and how much time we have in our lives to do things. And um, in fact, it reminded me of a Bowie quote where he says he always focused entirely on the time between now and his demise, whenever that would be. And there's a lot of wisdom to that. And Clay Sharkey, in his book, Cognitive Surplus, talks about the time we have now in our lives compared with our ancestors, who would have been working an awful lot of the time to just do different things. And what I always loathe is when time is wasted on doing things like just watching TV when there are other things to be done. And actually, Clay Sharkey in his book tells a great anecdote where he goes into a television studio to do an interview about this idea of cognitive surplus, this spare time we have. And the producer says, you know, where do you find the time for all the stuff you do, like writing books and that? And he says, I just don't watch TV. And she's, of course, suitably horrified by that. So this song kind of covers that, written by Carl Marsh from Shreveback. This is called The Painter Paints. Live and otherwise, the rip-off, the kiss-off, neutral density. Blue is blue, and I am too. Clouds harden. Somewhere else, files deleted reappear, reassigned, mouse-handed cat burglar booty. Raw material ahead of blade and edit, an impact shine at the black-silver interface. Mountain textured. Ice burned. Beautiful. The painter paints and the writer writes. What will you do? What will you do? The painter paints and the 
standing alone, beyond salvation, beyond standard procedure, with the jagged loops and loopholes closing up, we are living defining moments in stupidity, ego-powered, transient. In a give and take and borrow, when accountability is forgotten or futile, the degradation of detail is not only likely, but is likely to be desirable. Decay is a feasible strategy. The painter paints and the writer writes what will you Alternatively, we advance through memory and moonbeams, past malevolence and mood swings, to a state of continuous, unreasonable excitement, vibrant, untenable and momentous. So follow, 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 the lonely, lowly, lovely cowboy, wandering thoughtless into the supermarket, supermodel sunset. The painter paints and the writer writes. What will you do tonight? The painter paints and the writer writes. What will you do? What will you do? The painter paints and the writer writes. What will you do? Streetback and the Painter Paints from their album, Why Anything, Why This? Uh, so I'm just going to close the show with a track by her, H.E.R. Uh, this is a cracking song. My Abby, daughter Abby's been playing it uh, around the house loads, and I've fallen in love with it. Uh, it's got a nice little electronic tinge to it. It's a great, great pop song. What I particularly love about it is where the choir in this pick up on a little element of the vocal melody and use that. It's just absolutely beautiful. Uh, before I kick that off, I'll just say two things. The first is there may not be a show next week as I could be moving house, in which case they'll probably just be playing this show again. And the second is to say thank you so very much for listening. Uh, I hope you're keeping well and hope you're back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. <laughs> Testing my faith and my patience 
Between your 